What's up, what's up? It's your favorite sex and relationship coach, aka the pussy fairy, Azaria Menezes. So obviously you've landed on the juiciest podcast if you're listening to Getting Intimate. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you have a pussy or you're a mom or you're in a relationship and you're looking to increase that pleasure and orgasm factor in the bedroom with yourself, with your body or in your relationship, or maybe you just want your pussy wet and your relationships to be the cherry on top of your Sunday sex ice cream, listen to this podcast. I'll be sharing all of my knowledge, all of my ideas, my experiences, and thoughts on this podcast with you so that you can invite new perspectives and way more essential excitement into your life. As always, try anything I say on for size and see what you like and leave the rest. Let's get intimate. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Getting Intimate. I freaking missed y'all, okay? So we are back from a long break. Thank you for holding on and being so patient with me. I needed this break so bad. And I'm happy to be back though. I'm feeling inspired. I am going to commit to coming on here when I'm feeling super inspired to share all the things with you. So in today's episode, we are going to talk about a topic that is much talked about, especially if you are taking any type of mental well-being medication, okay? So that's any type of like antidepressants, any um, ADHD medication, which I'm going to talk about from my personal experience and how these things can affect our libido, okay? Because sometimes they can have an effect, whether it is a positive effect or an effect that we're like, ugh, I feel like I have to choose between one or the other. So let's talk about it. Let's get intimate. I'm so excited to share my personal experience and also share some experiences of others around this. Full disclaimer before we start this episode, I'm not a medical doctor or a medical professional, so this is not like any type of medical advice. I'm just sharing from my experience and sharing from others' experiences with their consent and just sharing some general information that is out there uh, on the internet, from books I've read, um, some research, things like that, okay? But if there is any concern with your medication or how it's affecting your libido, please see your primary care practitioner and have a chat with them about it, okay? Okay, so for those of you who don't know, I have ADHD and I am currently medicated for it, but the majority of my life, I have been unmedicated for my ADHD. And for those of you who take any type of mental well-being medication, you might notice that it does affect your libido. So I have taken antidepressants in the past uh, while kind of, trying to find the right medication that worked for me. At the time, I wasn't really ready to take any uh, ADHD medication, and I felt that my primary concern was always anxiety. So naturally, I always gravitated towards anxiety medication. And so I have, you know, during my teenage years and my early 20s, I've tried all sorts of different antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications, all of those things. And for the majority of them, they have been ineffective and had just created like really wild side effects and they never really worked for me. 
everyone is so unique and I just didn't, I just hadn't find the right med for me. And sometimes medication isn't always the answer, right? So we're going to like, we're just going to keep that open and out there. Once I tried my ADHD medication, I realized that my ADHD was a huge contributor to my anxiety because now my anxiety has just dropped down to like 20%. So I was just, I was just looking at the wrong thing. And you know, there's like a tough thing when it comes to ADHD and comorbid anxiety and all of those things that can get like muddled up and then finding the right medication that works for you, right? So it's just a journey. Now, here we are with my ADHD medication and it has affected my libido in such a different way. So now, some of you who take antidepressants may notice that there is a decrease in your libido when you take your antidepressants. So for me, when I took antidepressants, I remember even the ability of not being able to orgasm. It was a very wild and strange side effect for me to experience for somebody who generally has a higher desire or higher libido. And so if you can imagine, I went from a high libido to not being in the mood. And then when I can maybe like muster up the energy to get into the mood, I wouldn't be able to orgasm. It was like almost like, you know, when you have like that sneeze and it's almost coming and then it just disappears. That's what it was like the majority of the time. And that was really, really, really tricky for me to deal with. And I had a really long thought about like, is this something that I can like put off the table? Is it something that's really important to me? But it felt like this didn't feel good in my body. And it was, it felt like really extreme symptoms. And now not all medication is like that, but I did try like different medications and they would have like different side effects where I was like, no, this is also not worth it, right? So for me, this was like a non-negotiable. I will just find a different way to deal with my anxiety, right? Whether that's through therapy, counseling, different types of um, modalities, coaching, things like that, right? Meditation, mindfulness, uh, things like that. So that for me was really, really interesting to experience just in my own body at how different medications can affect your libido in different ways. So now with my ADHD medication, I find that my libido has decreased, but it feels balanced. So most of the time when I was feeling this high drive, it was mainly because I was seeking some type of stimulation, some type of like dopamine, something exciting, some, yeah, it was like, I want to scratch an itch. Either I'm bored or I, um, yeah, I'm feeling understimulated. Now, on the other side of that, for someone who has ADHD, and I'm just speaking from my experience, but I know that this happens to a lot of folks who have ADHD, it can be extremely hard to get out of your head uh, because I struggle with impulsivity and I struggle with being very distracted and it is just really hard for me to focus and be present. And so naturally, of course, that's why I made the how to get out of your head and into your body because as someone who has ADHD, it's like, times 10, 
more than a neurotypical person to like struggle with distracted and like getting out of your head and getting into your body and yeah impulsivity and all of those things it's just multiplied by a million so naturally this is like a little bit of my niche <laughs> because it is something that I struggle with and I have so many hacks first of all on getting out of your head and into your body and also for the folks who have ADHD I have a lot of hacks on how to infuse creativity into your sex life so that you feel simulated enough um, to stay in your body and present. But that's another episode, okay? So holler at me if that's an episode that you want to hear, specifically on ADHD and sex, because I have a lot to say on it. But there were those like two sides of being like, I want to have sex, not only because I am truly desiring it in my body, but sometimes because I want that stimulation or sometimes I'm feeling a little low on dopamine and I would like a boost, right? Whether that's like self-pleasure or whether that is, um, <clears throat> right, through partnered sex, whatever that may look like. And so for me, additionally to self-pleasure and just enjoying my own sexual experience, enjoying the sexual experience with my partner, there was like that added layer of like, there's also other reasons I am horny. <laughs> so it just led to a higher libido. That could also change when I'm overstimulated in my life, which can also translate if you don't have ADHD, when you're like super stressed, right? When there's a lot going on in your life, when um, there's a lot of strain on your relationship, like all of these things can affect libido. It's not just your dopamine levels, serotonin levels, oxytocin levels. It's not like just driven by hormones, but there are a lot of contributing factors, right? So another contributing factor for me, because I have ADHD, is that like overstimulation. And so that can also add another layer of decreasing that libido for me. And so when I started to take my medication, I noticed, first of all, after like two weeks, I was like, wait, actually had this like full desire to self-pleasure even though I have occasionally had the desire to connect with my partner just because we are having like a beautiful moment and then the desire is there or to self-pleasure when I'm really feeling like my body is desiring an experience of pleasure to relax to feel my body to process some tension that I have going on, right? Rather than like, ah, I'm feeling like, I'm feeling like I'm bored or this is just like a great little moment to slip into sex or self-pleasure because I'm feeling understimulated or I'm feeling overstimulated, right? And so that was kind of the thing that I noticed for me is that it really brought a lot of balance into my sex life and not in the way that it felt like when I took antidepressant medication. For me, when I took antidepressant medication, it was just like gone. And then when I did engage in any type of like sexual pleasure, sexual activities, I couldn't climax. And like that for me was just very difficult. I mean like, okay, is the pussy fairy like, how am I gonna talk about orgasms when I can't even really connect to them? Now, there are other ways to orgasm. Okay, I share them. But for me, it was just like, I want to. I want to feel it. And that for me, like, wasn't really worth it. 
And for some of you out there, it totally could be, okay? But we're all unique. We all have like different different priorities and like the things that we love. So no one is wrong here and no one is right. So there was a huge difference that I noticed in terms of like actually feeling balanced. And for me on my ADHD medication, I find that it like activates my dopamine levels during the day. And the thing is with this medication, it like wears off. So like at the end of the day, I mean like really like by three, it starts wearing off if I take it in the morning. But by the end of the day, it kind of is out of your system and you wake up in the morning and you have to like take it again. So it like really cycles through your system super fast. And so by the end of the day, it's kind of wearing off and I do notice like my little tendencies come back. And so I still don't feel that need to stimulate myself with sex. And so it has just been really interesting to actually notice because if you listen to the podcast episode where it talks about like sexual seasons, right? I still feel those seasons where I am noticing that I have way more desire and I want to have sex like, I don't know, five days in a row because I'm feeling super, super good in my body and I'm feeling activated and I'm feeling super horny. And there are phases where I am just feeling a little bit more quiet with my desire. And I think that more recently, I have been in like a winter phase where I am, and when I talk about recently, it's like, I don't know, the last like two, three weeks, um, where I'm just feeling a little bit less of the frequent and intensity of desire. But it isn't something that feels like an urgency or an urge when I do want it. It's more of like a slow noticing. And so that for me is such a good indicator of feeling really balanced around my medication and my sex life. And I know that certain medications can affect people differently, right? Some people can take ADHD medication and be like, oh my God, this is totally increasing my sex drive to a point where I'm like, ugh, this isn't really the vibe. Or it's totally decreasing my sex drive or libido or desire, right? To a point where it's not the vibe. And same with like antidepressants, same with any type of medication, right? Because our bodies are so different, we all respond differently to the medication. And different types of this like same medication, like different brands or different like formulations of it are also going to affect you in that way. So of course, there are those factors that contribute to your desire as well. But I am really grateful actually that this medication is allowing me to just feel really balanced around my desire and it's almost giving me like a little bit of a like a bird's eye view or like an observer of my desire I'm not like fully driven by my impulsiveness or my understimulation or even just my overstimulation with my sexual desire and it is something that I didn't really notice was a huge factor until I started taking it. And of course, there are ways to navigate that, medicated or unmedicated, because the work that I teach and the work that I do is really just tuning into your body. Like, what is it that I actually need, right? And we can name, we can name the reasons on why we actually want to have sex or why we are desiring self-pleasure or why we want to connect with our partners, right? And it still gives us that like blueprint and that ability to really gauge and see where that's coming from. And that's what I had been doing so far, right? But this just allowed me to have a little bit more of an objectivity around my desire and what that looks like. And also just discover more of what are the things that are stimulating me 
in my sex life? And what does it feel like to have my dopamine kind of regulated, right? And then go from there and see like, what is it actually that I want out of the sexual experience? But it doesn't mean that my experience is going to be the same as your experience or your experience is going to be the same as the next person's experience because there, of course, are so many things that play into our pleasure and it's not just things like dopamine or serotonin, but there's also like oxytocin and so many other things that contribute to our sense of sexual desire and well-being. And when we look at sexual desire, we also have to think about like pleasure, right? And pleasure is first and foremost, the most important factor that contributes to our sex life. Whether we feel like we have higher desire or lower desire, it's so, so, so important to focus on what feels good and what feels authentic and what feels true to you and notice if that like is feeling balanced to you because your sex life doesn't have to look like everyone else's and of course throughout the life time that we have it fluctuates and depends on many many factors so if you're feeling good if you're feeling balanced if you're having a chat with your partner and they are also feeling really good and really balanced then who cares maybe your medication did affect your libido a little bit but if you're if you're feeling fucking good and your partner is feeling good and it feels like you know what I don't actually, I don't actually need it as much as I do. Then who's to fucking say that that's not the right thing for you? And if it's significantly helping your mental health and you're like, you know what? Take it or leave it. Like a win is a win, you know? Then that's what we have to focus on. First and foremost, our well-being and our pleasure also contributes to our well-being. Whether that is having pleasure in life in general, not just the bedroom, then I would say take it as a fucking win and if something is coming up for you that you're like oh my god I feel like I need to really make some changes because I'm not feeling good about it that's when you can really look at okay what are the changes here right how can we make this a deeper experience of pleasure and presence okay so now that I've shared my experience we're also here to learn some shit so let's talk about how dopamine and pleasure and desire and medications kind of play a role in this so for those of you that are really curious about how dopamine impacts sexual desire. Specifically talking about dopamine because my ADHD medication that I take affects my dopamine receptors and it plays a really, really important role. So dopamine is a neurotransmitter in the brain and this neurotransmitter plays a huge and important role in regulating our sexual drive, our sexual desire, right? And When you look at like some of the studies that are out there, it shows that dopamine levels in the brain are increased during orgasm and during sexual arousal, right? It's like that like excitement, that novelty, that like, it just feels like your temperature gauge is like going up, right? And so when we look at the relationship between dopamine and sexual desire, We have to understand that it's not like the simple thing, like dopamine equals sexual desire. Got it. We have to think about all of the other hormones that play a part in sex, sexual drive, and also we have to look at the other factors that are contributing to these things, right? Such as our hormone levels or our stress levels or uh, our emotional well-being 
or the shit that's going on in our life or our relationship, right? Not just the relationship with our partner or partners, but the relationship with ourselves as well, the relationship to our sexuality, the relationship to our bodies, trauma, limiting sexual experiences. All of these things can also play a big part in our desire in our libido. So it's not just like driven by our dopamine. <clears throat> but if we look at specifically uh, ADHD medications and sexual desire, um, just like antidepressants, there are so many varying effects that it can have on your desire, whether they are really great or not so great, right? When we talk about stimulant medications, so there's like two types of medications for ADHD. Some of them are stimulants and then there's non-stimulant medications. I take a stimulant medication. And so stimulant medication is obviously going to affect your dopamine levels in your brain and the dopamine receptors in the brain. And so this is why it can have an effect on your sexual desire, whether it's going to increase your sexual desire or whether it's going to decrease your sexual desire. I honestly can't tell you which one you're going to be. You just kind of have to try it out. Just like with how medications can cause, uh, like with antidepressants, it can cause people to lose their um, ability to orgasm. Or for some people, it's like, no, like this actually balances me the F out and it's fantastic, right? And different types of medications, different brands, different formulations are going to have different effects on the body. So if you are thinking about the medication that you take and you're finding that you're struggling with the side effects of your medication, we have to remember that it's not always as straightforward as we think and that there are other potential options out there, right? So if you are kind of worried about what the medication is doing to your sexual desire, how it's impacting you, and you're feeling like, ooh, I really want to increase how desire shows up in my body, libido, just talk to your practitioner, right? Because there's a lot of other options out there in terms of medication and your practitioner is obviously going to have um, more information out there that can help you plan what to do with your medication because sometimes it's just like decreasing the dose or increasing the dose or changing the medication up entirely or trying something completely different, right? And then also reaching out to other support, right? So whether that's therapy, coaching, counseling specifically on uh, libido, desire, intimacy, all of those things because there are challenges that can come up, right? So this does not mean that when you take your medication that, oh my gosh, I'm not feeling this desire, now my sex life is over. There are so many other things that you can do to increase your sexual desire. And it might not just be like as easy or like as like you know as automatic as it was before um you might just have to like put in a little bit more effort and that can really 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 shift how you experience your libido as well so i actually asked some folks to send in how they respond to ADHD medication. Now, of course, I'm going to give you all the info on um, the antidepressants and folks' experiences on that, but I thought it might be really interesting for you to hear some of the responses from folks who take ADHD meds specifically and how it affects their libido. Someone shared that the ADHD meds make it difficult to be aroused unless I'm ovulating or menstruating, right? So there can be phases and moments where you feel naturally, yes, this is where it feels easy for me to be in the mood or feel my desire 
But other than that, I'm pretty content. So sometimes what can happen is that there is like a decrease, right, in desire and libido, which I find happens for me. I don't think there's like a particular moment or time in my cycle where I can like pinpoint it down that it always feels like, yes, these are the moments. But it's still like significantly less, but still feels really balanced and really good. So we might notice that like in those moments where we are ovulating, if you are listening and you ovulate, if you don't ovulate, if right you're in menopause or if you don't have those organs that can cause you to ovulate, that could mean that you still might be in a cycle of arousal. And when we look at our cycles of arousal or patterns of arousal throughout the months, throughout the seasons, sometimes we can find those little patterns, right? So it's not always like particular to a menstruator. It can also be particular to your unique body or the seasons that you're in or whatever, right? Like for me, it really is seasonal according to like my sexual seasons and sometimes I'll notice I will be super in the mood and sometimes not whether I'm my meds or whether I'm not so yeah I love the share because it's like yeah we get to like actually notice when our when our periods of like arousal are when our hormones are balanced in our brains and so that can feel really really interesting to observe there's so many changes that can happen and as we can see, hormones have such a big effect on our desire, whether it's our reproductive hormones, like even just like the chemicals in our brain, the neurotransmitters, all of these things can have an effect. And when we ingest something, it can potentially have that effect of shifting a lot of things in our body in so many different variables. Okay, so we're here talking about... A couple of medications and included in this is antidepressants. My main focus was talking about how ADHD affected my libido because this is kind of the current medication I'm taking. But as mentioned before, I also have experience taking antidepressants, which did not work very well for me. And I wanted to kind of go into that a little bit deeper for those of you who just want a little bit more info on antidepressants as well. So usually antidepressants can be prescribed for a plethora of symptoms mental health conditions, and not only just for depression. So these medications, they affect our neurotransmitters in the brain and can also affect our hormones. So of course, there is a possibility for these medications to also have an impact on our sexual function, just like ADHD medications, right? And this can include a lot of different side effects. So as well for some people, this can include increasing libido. It can mean that their libido remains unchanged or it could mean that their libido is decreased. And another side effect that can happen often that I hear from people's experiences and I've experienced myself personally is having a really hard time orgasming on certain medications. Of course, this can feel really frustrating if you are experiencing this. And this is just like the many different ways that antidepressants can affect your sexual experience. And this can also depend on how much of the medication you're taking or like what kind of medication you're taking, right? So if you are experiencing this, you can definitely chat with your healthcare practitioner 
There are also so many things that you can do to work with your symptoms and side effects. This could mean like fixing your dosage, right? The same as ADHD medication or increasing your dose, decreasing your dose, changing types of medications, uh, looking at other alternatives, right? So it's really about weighing the benefits and the risks with any medication and knowing what works or doesn't work for you. And also taking your mental health and mental well-being into account. When it comes to antidepressants, there is also not a lot of information out there on what the exact thing is that affects your sexual desire and sexual drive. Because with antidepressants, there are so many variables with that medication affecting sexual drive. But as with dopamine, serotonin also plays a role in our sexual experience because it is, again, a neurotransmitter that regulates our hunger and our sleep and our mood. And so when we have low levels of serotonin, sometimes what can happen is that we also have a decreased libido, right? Uh, antidepressant medications work by like increasing the serotonin in your brain, but sometimes because it's also a really, really delicate hormone in your brain, there can be symptoms that actually decrease uh, your sexual desire because your serotonin levels are increased. Don't ask me how, not a neuroscientist, just kind of sharing some of the information that is out there that I've read. And of course, research is always evolving. Of course, I could always be wrong. So please do your own research as well from an experience and from lots of other people's experience. It absolutely can have effect on your sexual desire. So your experience is valid and always just really find folks to advocate for you, right? Whether you have a family care practitioner that you're chatting with, it's important to have your support team and your um, healthcare practitioners really listen to you and like help you get to a solution that feels good for you because we want to thrive in our sex life. We want to feel heard. We want to feel good. And if something is coming up that we feel is causing more harm in our well-being, emotional well-being, sexual well-being, it's really important to have a practitioner that um, supports us in figuring out what it is, right? And looking at alternative ways to, to be supported, not only just from your doctor, but looking at different ways you can increase that intimacy in your relationship or even just with yourself, right? Looking at ways that you can increase uh, pleasure and sexual enjoyment in your life, right? We want to look at how to take care of ourselves holistically. And that also includes looking at all of the other factors that contribute to our sex life, right? Not just like those specific hormones that are being targeted, but like now we have the medication that is supporting us to feel good. What are some of the other factors that can contribute to this? And if the medication is a thing that is a huge factor contributing to our low desire, how do we navigate that? How do we get to the bottom of it? How do we look at other options, adjust dose, talk to the right people that are going to help us figure out our solutions? Because we want to find a way to manage our symptoms, whether that's like depression, anxiety, mental health, like any type of um, mental health symptoms and feel connected to our sexual thriving and our sexual health and our sexual enjoyment and our relationships and our intimacy. You get to have both, okay? Like we, we don't want to be in a place where we feel like we have to choose because 
there's always things that we can do to improve our well-being, whether that's our sexual well-being or our mental health or our emotional well-being, okay? So if your doctor's like, mm, I feel like there's nothing we can we can do because there isn't enough research out there on this. This can't be happening to you. Like, uh-uh, uh-uh, honey. We need somebody who's going to advocate for our health. And if that person isn't doing it, it's important to find a buddy that can help us do that and bring them with to the appointment. Or if we have the strength to do it, do it ourselves and really figure out how we get to thrive in our life. Because at the end of the day, you are responsible for your thriving and your pleasure. And when I say you are responsible for your pleasure in the bedroom, it's the same thing with advocating for that in your life alongside your mental health. So I hope this is really helpful in providing some information around antidepressants and your medication. And there's so much that we can do, right? Even with, with antidepressant medication, there are so many avenues that we can look at in terms of increasing that pleasure factor in our life, increasing that intimacy, right? It's not always about having the orgasm or having the sex, but if that is really fucking important to you and you feel like it's dragging your quality of your sex life down, like, absolutely, let's figure out a way that we can support you to thrive. So reach out to your doctor, reach out to reach out to me, reach out to a therapist, a counselor, a coach, uh, like any modalities that are focused on helping you thrive in your sexuality, in your sex life, in your relationship and intimacy, right? Trauma, addressing like trauma in your life as well. All of those things, all of those things are going to be contributing to it, right? It's not always like specifically the one thing. I mean, unless like everything else in your life is going tickety-boo, amazing, and you know like that one thing is the culprit, then like go off, go go figure out that thing. But a lot of the times it's layered and sexuality is complex. Medication is complex. I don't know if I said this in the beginning of the podcast, but medication isn't always going to be perfect, right? It's not always going to be perfect. Just like my ADHD medication isn't perfect. Like it gives me a lot of the tools I need, but there's still some things that are missing but overall, the benefits outweigh the risks. So, okay, so let's share some experiences that some folks had around antidepressants. So someone shared with me, I've been on SSRIs for two years since my second baby was about six months old. My libido is very low. I masturbate like twice a month and I'm totally turned off by the thought of sex with my partner. I don't know if it's having small children on me, in our bed, every night, the sleep deprivation, the stress of working, and parenting. If it's missing having sex with women, or the antidepressants. But I feel like it's connected. So I gathered up the courage to ask my doctor about my low libido. And she straight said, SSRIs have no impact on libido. I was almost disappointed to hear that, hoping it was a reason. From friends I've talked to, and you, which is me, I've heard that they can impact libido, so I'm working through it. Starting couples therapy and finally me and my toddler. Let's see what the year ahead holds. Hopefully more sex. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh my gosh, I have so much to say on this because number one, what's the deal with our practitioners not even taking the time to validate our experiences, right? These are our lived experiences and when we share our lived experiences and we are affirmed by others' experiences that are also the same or very similar, and we go to our practitioners and we share what's coming up, 
it can feel really, really, really tough to hear our experiences just immediately being shut down, not even affirmed or not even validated. And of course, unfortunately, pleasure isn't the first focus or a super important focus for our healthcare practitioners or doctors, right? It's like they're there to like fix that first line of defense and figure out like how to how to get you feeling balanced or happy, right? Things that go beyond that can sometimes be really tricky. If there's no, a lot of research that is backed by whatever symptoms you're explaining or whatever's coming up, then it's like, oh, well, unfortunately, there's nothing I can do. And the important thing is here is to advocate for yourself and really find support that is going to listen to you, that is going to validate your experience, that's going to be ready to look for solutions, right? We can't look at sexuality from one angle. Sexuality is multifaceted, right? And so are the medications that we take. And just like every person has a unique experience in their sexuality and in taking medication, people are going to have different experiences on how this medication affects their sexuality, right? So it is really important to not only include all of the other factors in your life, like kids, stress, da-da-da-da-da, like all of that, And medication is like a part of that. And when we have an intuitive hit to really trust advocating for ourselves and consider all of the other factors that are contributing to that, right? Because it's not always exactly like one thing consistently, but at least, the very least, we want to have our practitioners, the the support in our life, whether it's therapists, counselors, coaches, whatever, try to work with us to find a solution, right? And we want that care-focused approach. And so medications can absolutely have a huge impact on libido, especially if they're like affecting our neurotransmitters in the brain that are contributors to our libido. Even if there isn't like a ton of research backed out there, we all know that back in the day when it came to like sexuality, pleasure, all of those things, the research, quote unquote, those out there also didn't back the things that we were feeling, right? So like, mm, we, we got to advocate for ourselves. Thank you so much for sharing that because I feel like there's so many folks out there. If you hear my tummy growling like in this podcast episode, that's accurate. Um, but yeah, so there's there's so many folks out there who have similar experiences where our practitioners aren't really taking our symptoms into account or like listening to our needs and care. So my advice is to find find somebody who does. Another share that we've got from somebody who submitted a response was being on antidepressants for my anxiety, general anxiety has severely decreased my libido, but it's increased my overall happiness and contentment, which makes me not miss having high libido, which I've had my whole life. I still very much enjoy having sex and still have great orgasms, but don't feel the urge to have sex, which means I could go a long time without having sex, especially now that I'm single. I was advised against this medication due to the fact that it does decrease libido, but I don't regret taking it because it helps my anxiety so much and I'm so much happier day to day. Oh my God. Yes, absolutely. Right? If we notice a decrease, just like I mentioned before when I was talking about how my ADHD meds affect me, if we notice a decrease, but it's still keeping us in a place of feeling really balanced around our sex life, 
then fuck yeah. Who's to say that this new balance, even though it's decreased, should like make us feel unhappy with the overall like decision of taking medication, right? It's only when we start to feel like it's causing harm to our emotional well-being, our sexual well-being, our like mood, our mental health, right? Is like when we when we try to activate some of those changes or when we want to like trigger some changes in our life. But here, it's like the benefit is still outweighing <laughs> the risk or like the impact on our sexual desire because we still get to be content. Even though we're not having that like high drive, it still gets to be so freaking good and it's still not impacting our ability to orgasm or ability to enjoy or feel pleasure during sex. It's just like a little less. And that's like, that can be totally fucking fine. And even sometimes better than what we had before because it just feels like there's more contentment and more peace around our sexual thriving. So sexual thriving can look so many different ways. I think I had an episode about this where it said like, sometimes your sex life can improve even if you're having less sex than you did before. Like it could get even better by having less sex. So I feel like this is a really fabulous contribution of an experience where that can feel really positive. So someone else shared, I take Lexapro for anxiety. Thankful it doesn't impact my libido. And in fact, it helps me regulate chemically with anxiety. And this is definitely positive for my sex life compared without it. Yes, absolutely. So there are so many examples where this can be such a positive thing. And I also wanted to share a different example that somebody sent in. And they shared that my meds have had a huge impact on my sex life. It's almost like I had no sex drive at all. I couldn't care less. My husband understood, but it was really hard on him. So I ended up dropping down a dosage because of it. So now I have to balance my relationship with needing to take more care of my mental health because my meds are lower than they should be. But at least we're able to be more intimate. Still not as much as he'd like. Um, and it takes mental effort to make myself get in the mood. And it isn't automatic. And so this is also one of the things that can happen, right? It's like we now have to look at what does it mean to find a compromise because it can it can look so many ways right with these examples there's so many variables and everyone is so different and everyone responds differently and sometimes what happens is we have to like figure out how to navigate our mental health and our sexual thriving within that right like what does it look like to have to make one of those compromises or go down in your dose or like talk to your practitioner and see if there's like a different med that you can take or look at how you can get extra support for your mental health and look at how you can find a little bit more of a balance that way. And I think that when it comes to our sex life, when it comes to intimacy, it's not always straightforward. It's not always automatic, right? Because some of us naturally just have this lower libido. Like some some folks just don't really think about it. Or maybe you've been in a relationship for a really long time. Or maybe there's just a lot going on in your life. Maybe you're stressed. Maybe you are in a phase where you have small kids. Or, right, like there can be so many variables that 
it doesn't feel automatic and medication can be one of those things so we have to learn how to like navigate and hold these new like levels of desire and still find ways to create that intimacy still find ways to put in the effort and take that accountability for our relationships and our intimacy even though it might not be as automatic as before and that that can just like be tricky right if especially if you're used to having a really high libido or feeling more balanced in your libido and now you have to kind of like work for it a little bit right in different phases of our life that can show up in so many ways but I really really loved and appreciated that share as well because it it showed so much of how there's going to be times where we have to like make a choice to do a little bit of a compromise or get a little bit of extra support there or look at how do we take accountability for our relationship and our sex life but also how do we take accountability for keeping like our mental wellness in check right and that sometimes isn't as easy as it seems or as straightforward as it seems because no medication is perfect and we're unique humans as well so I hope that all of these shares that at least like something in one of the shares can resonate with somebody listening and make you feel less alone, right? Because I was reading all of these responses and I was like, yes, like this is a thing. And if you are speaking to your primary care practitioner and they're like, yeah, I don't really know if this is a thing. There are so many other folks who have an experience like this. So I really, really love and appreciate everyone who sent me a DM and shared because this information is so, so, so incredibly valuable. I also did a little poll on Instagram and I asked everyone if their medication affects their libido. And for 83%, y'all said it does. And that was really, really, really interesting because the rest of the, okay, hold up. The 17% said that it doesn't. So there you have it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so glad you were here. And I just want to say for those of you out there who are having a hard time with their libido, you are not alone. And there are many, many, many resources and things out there to support you. So feel free to holler at me. Feel free to reach out to your support in any way you can, or just reach out to me for some additional information or ways I can direct you to support, or maybe you want to work with me on increasing your pleasure, desire, and libido in your relationship, whether you're medicated or unmedicated. But thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you so, so soon with another juicy episode of Getting Intimate. And that's a wrap on another episode of Getting Intimate. I hope you got exactly what you needed today in this podcast and that you can find more ways to bring more juicy connection to yourself, your relationships, your body, and your sexuality. I hope you're feeling inspired and I want you to remember, take what feels really yummy and ditch the rest. Everything I'm offering on this podcast is in service of your greatest pleasure and thriving. And as the Pussy Fairy, it's my duty to bring you more exquisite pleasure. If you want to get in touch, come find me on my website at www.azariamenezes.com. And I have tons of ways you can work with me. You can say hi or you can even ask a question. I would be so happy to hear from you. 
You can also subscribe to my email for a juicy gift and come find me on Instagram at azaria.menezes. Either way, I'm sending you all the juicy vibes for your week ahead.